Good people, what up, what up? Pull up a chair, join us at the Hip Hop Round Table. Yes, sir. Uh, man, I've said this so many times now, but we're trying to get this Hip Hop Round Table life back uh, back together again, you know, this HHRT life back together um, and, and come more consistently. So we did have a, a episode, I think, uh, what, a couple weeks ago now, and, and yeah. we we back again, so this is better than what it's been. Um, so for those who are uh, new to the to the podcast family, this is Landon Hill. Got my brothers with me recording again, um, as usual. Uh, first off, we got MOM, Mind of Mylan, Mister Mylan Drake uh, in the in the building. What's going on with you, sir? Hey man, you already know what it is in the in the streets and in the building. Trying to save these kids. Um, another day. Another day closer to the end of the semester is is a beautiful one, and uh, man, yeah, to be in the building. Probably got a couple of weeks, brother. It's almost there. Yeah, that that means that I'm probably forgetting about a paper that's due like tomorrow. But we'll do we'll deal with that later. You know what I mean? Like, he <laughs> said, "Whoops, <laughs> brother, I need to remember all papers. All papers must go in, brother." Uh, that might be the all case. Papers aren't created equal. Exactly. See. Dev is on a roll today. It's not. It's still early, but he's already. I can tell. Dev is on my side. Dev is with hip hop. Is dead. I can. I can feel it. I can feel it. Well, for for those who again maybe knew the the Dev that he's talking about is uh, Young Dev, aka Young Ghost, aka YG. Oh, uh, Won't you tell us what's going on down me. there in? Uh, I, I'm assuming it's su- uh, sunny Southern California, but why don't you tell us what's going on? Yeah, man. What's up, people? People, it's good down here. It is sunny down here. Um, we we all getting prepped, cleaning cleaning all the fans and and, and blowing the dust off the AC because uh, it's about to start around here. Um, but I'm good, man. You know how it is in the building, so I can get these these truths and, and so I can share it back out here in these streets with the kids, man. You know, show y'all how we do it. Um, it's always a pleasure to get on here and just speak our minds, have the conversations that, you know, that you wouldn't think about in general, just bringing some awareness. You know, I, I'm glad this, this is a, a good relief for the week, for the, especially for the work week. For sure, for sure. Um, and, you know, for, uh, again, if you are new, um, places to catch us, uh, hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. That's one of the places you can get at us. Uh, you can also um, join us on our social media. So you can go to Facebook, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Uh, you could find us on Instagram at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. You can also find um, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. So please do that. That just helps with the numbers and the exposure um, and rate there, all that good stuff. Um, and you can also, of course, uh, if you wanted to, just email us about topic ideas, comment further on the on the uh, podcast, whatever we're talking about, um, or anything else that you want, whatever whatever uh, it is that's on your mind, uh, hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so that's all the ways to, to connect with us um, and to get up with us. Uh, so, you know, last the last time that we were on the mic, um, you know, we... Uh, we were talking about um, Nipsey Hussle, of course. It was, uh, you know, the news that kind of sent shockwaves through uh, through hip hop, so to speak. 
Um, so we were able to, I mean, it was good. I don't know about for y'all, but for me, it was good just to be able to sit down um, and and kind of talk things through, uh, clear my head a little bit. It still took me a while to like really kind of process everything. Um, but I think maybe the past, uh, maybe the past week or so, I've been um, I've been in a better headspace with it, um, you know, and it has been good to kind of see so much positive reaction. Um, yeah, to, definitely to him and his life and everything. So I think that definitely helped. Um, but you know, of, of course, along with that, man, we got two. We actually have two topics today. One that's not necessarily pertaining to Nipsey, but um, wanted to start with, you know, since uh, since his passing, there's been a lot of news, a lot of outpouring of love, mainly outpouring of love, I would say. Um, but there's also been like a lot of kind of just other types of actions um, and, and other types of news that's kind of spawned from this. Um, and we not necessarily want to, to harp on the negative um, on this podcast, but sometimes we do feel like it's necessary to, you know, kind of address what we're seeing and, and really give um give hip-hop like a gut check you know what i mean that's oftentimes what we're here to do um and just really talk through like is this where we at with it um you know are we tripping is this what we really seeing why is that what we're seeing um and so we're gonna jump into this first podcast or the first podcast this first topic um and and mylon actually uh kind of came with the question for this one um so i'm gonna let him go ahead and uh and kick us off uh if you could just give as usual, a little bit of the background story for us. Um, and then the, the question that kind of came to your mind um, when you were reviewing all of this. Oh, all, all good. So this, this, this is a kind of a layered um, incident, if you will. And, and they are obviously, uh, they're slightly uh, connected. Obviously, Nipsey is the, Nipsey's untimely murder. I don't want to say death. I, I, I try to be very specific in my rhetoric. Uh, he was not, he did not pass away. He was murdered. So, but at any rate, in his, in, in the in the wake of his untimely uh, murder, several things have happened on social media that make me think about how social media impacts hip hop and how the listeners of hip, of hip hop that are deeply rooted and involved in social media also impact hip hop. That being said, one aspect of it is related to Schoolboy Q, where Schoolboy Q um, is known to be a, uh, a, a crip um, and known to have uh, some affiliation with, with Nipsey. And people have, several people, it was like a, it was like a following, uh, I don't wanna say it was, it was a trend, but it was, it was quite a few people that were responding to him on social media and saying, where, where, why haven't, why haven't you responded schoolboy Q? Where's your, where's your hashtag RIP? Where's your comments on Nipsey's death? And schoolboy Q finally got online and was like, like, what are you talking about? Like, just because I don't get online and put a hashtag RIP or I don't, I'm, I'm not on a video crying and then posting it on Instagram doesn't mean that I don't think that his murder was was senseless, nor do, does it mean that I'm not feeling some kind of way about it. And you should respect that and let me live my life and do what I do. Everything doesn't navigate, my life doesn't navigate through social media. And the other layered conversation was 
Kodak Black went on social media and said, and uh, and I'm paraphrasing basically, that now that Laura Lauren London is her her fiance Nipsey is no longer with us, he he being Kodak Black is going to try to you know pull up and 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 scoop Lauren Lauren London and make him. I don't think he said anything sexual. I just think he he just made it clear that he was he was going to shoot his shot. Um, and then it got me to thinking, which brings me to this question: How does social media impact those who listen to social media or those who are engaged in social media and those who listen to hip hop, because in my mind, I forgot Kodak Black even existed. I, I didn't even really think he was, he, he was even relevant, but it took him all of 20 seconds to make a comment. And he became probably right now, if you looked at what, who's trending, he's probably trending more than Nipsey Hussle right now over one comment. And then on the flip side, where people actually believe so hard, so they're so dedicated to social media that they actually believe that you don't care about a person unless you are displaying your thoughts and feelings, et cetera, on social media. And even doing so to, to demand that a hip hop artist, like, where are you? If you are a hip hop artist, you should be on here doing the same thing that we're doing making hashtags and whatnot. So I was just curious on the, the team's thoughts on social media and its impact. And not this is social, I'm not talking about, like it helps people sell records. I mean, negative impact, if you will, on hip hop, the music, the culture, the expectations. Um, as as Landon put, would put it, as we were talking about it offline, it's like people riding waves of, popularity in just a brief moment. Just like, all I need to do is say something crazy and next thing you know, I'm relevant. All I need to do is make a diss track and I'm relevant. So just thoughts on how that positively or negatively impacts the culture. Yeah, Dad, Dad yeah. you wanna jump in first and, and kind of give us your thoughts there? Yeah, yeah, so that's that's definitely a whole, a whole industry, a whole, you know, factor to think about when it comes to hip hop, where it came from and where we are now. And uh, just first and foremost, going on the schoolboy Q situation. Um, yeah, man, we, we've, we've, we've gone a little bit above our heads um, and, and expecting to get, it's, it's like a form of, it's like a form of like, what is it? I, I don't even want to say television, but it's just like there's some kind of dopamine effect that that we get as viewers, fans, you know, whatever you want to call it, spectators, that, you know, we just need content. And if that content isn't shown, then there's like no value in it or something. Just some kind of the way that we've set ourselves up with social media nowadays has really you know, warped what what things are in, in life for real uh, of, of substance. Because uh, for somebody to grieve, but yet put together, like Mylon said, a whole video to get ready to post, like that doesn't even feel right when you're in, when you're battling those emotions, right? Then they're trying to conjure up something, make sure it's edited, make sure it's this, all the different qualities, like that's like, 
you're taking you're taking like a human element emotion out of what you're really going through emotionally to be able to just package something up to show us to show people like that we don't as the person as schoolboy q we don't care about y'all i don't care about y'all that much to want to show y'all what i'm doing in a moment especially like this so we we really just need to stop getting you know in over our heads about content first of all and um just wanting just wanting that it's almost like we 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 are normalizing the behind the scenes life like this 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 was this was off of a dvd that you had to pay for back in the day when hip-hop first started or we was happy when bet finally had shows that actually went behind the scenes to see even just quote unquote interviews, any kind of, um, you know, statements from an artist. And now we're at the point where if we don't hear it, then they lose a bit of their relevancy like that. That in itself is just crazy. And we need to just backpedal on things like that. And then on the flip side with Kodak Black, it's it's almost a a, a double-edged sword if you will because yeah and in, in getting you know something positive out you know this is the quickest most impactful way to do things and you know if we do see things done in the right way then you know we all putting our fist up for hip-hop but on the flip side when you know even when thinking about just the privacy of things with the kodak black situation we don't know if he told his homie to record we don't know if somebody just so happened to record because that's just the world we live in now where any little phone or device can just be up and running and you don't know especially if you under the influence or what have you so i'm sure there's a lot of uh i remember having a conversation about when this first came out i know there's a lot of um people who are probably having private conversations saying certain things. I'm sure Kodak is probably not the first one to say, you know, that they uh, like the way Lauren London looks and would not that even that they said it out loud for it to be videotaped, but even ran it in their mind, like, well, you know, Lauren London is available. I mean, just keeping it real, this is the type of um, world we live in now where people, when it comes to, when it comes to the promiscuity of things, like people are out there now, you know, and it's, it's, it's unapologetic more than ever. So, you know, but that still doesn't excuse the fact that he shouldn't say something like that. And also, you know, after seeing or knowing that he was being recorded, you know, it, I'm sure a little bit of that ego kicked in that he was gonna be unapologetic, probably just continued into, into babbling on to his, uh, what we call a rant and so you know it's definitely uncalled for but then that goes to show just how much if, if we're talking spectrum wise just how much you can go low and how much you can go high like this is this is what we what we live with and I honestly will say just you know I'm always kind of the the benefit of the doubt type of person I'm sure Kodak probably didn't mean it the way it came out of his mouth no he did he did don't don't do that he did. i'm 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 sure that you know and i don't want it's it's almost taking a shot at him as i don't think he fully 
even comprehends or knows how to, you know, articulate his words in a way where it's not super blunt. You know what I mean? So, um, with that being said, Come on, brother, people uh, in the background said they got no remorse, brother. Hey, man. What are you talking about, brother. Hey, man, when 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 you when you are a victim of some of the same environmental you know, situations, you, you do. Nah, breathe. Dev, that's still you, No, I'm saying you, <laughs> you're trying to a person who don't, don't some, somebody, yeah. somebody's going to say that there's, you know, there, there's some kind of, you know, situations that it's, it's definitely uncalled for. So I am saying that, but at the same time, I'm sure there was a lot of things that he was thinking about on when that video, you know, started rolling and he's protecting his ego at the same time, trying to be unapologetic. Um, but you know, he he took the low. He took the lowest low, and this is the spectrum that we live on, and it's uncalled for. Now, the way it affects hip hop, like I said, you know, when when it's all good and there's some positive content coming out, then I think we we appreciate it and we love the fact that it does exist. But when we have situations like this, you know, this is where we could say it could be to its demise. So, it's really something that you know has to be protected. Um, you know, we always talk about gatekeepers and, you know, this is the type of echo chamber that we've set ourselves up with, with, with T.I. coming into the picture. Now, we can talk about that, too, if T.I. was wrong or right on the next go around. But this is that was just my first, you know, initial thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I, so I, I was saying off air, like or offline, like. Um, I wasn't paying the Kodak Black stuff no more. Like I, I saw the headlines, but other than that, I, I paid him no attention because I didn't even want to feed into that. Um, but I think the conversation we having is a little bit more than just like, is what he said wrong or what? I'm, well, I, I don't think that's the conversation most people are having. What he says is absolutely wrong. I'm not giving him. There are people who, there are people from his exact same city background rappers uh street dude everybody who has come out and been like dude is just not that was not okay it's not appropriate we're not rocking with it and like people are like we could catch fades if you think otherwise so i i don't i'm not buying into into none of that um and i want to feed into that i do though think to mindless point I, one, I don't think that this is a problem that is uh, solely, I don't think this is solely hip hop's problem, but being that it's like the number one musical genre, I think that it it is, as with most things, highlighted most in hip hop or, or, or it's seen most with hip hop, which makes it hip-hop's problem to some degree whether we like it or not right and i think the very same thing that that led to kodak black even feeling like he could or should utter those comments online is the very same thing that fed into schoolboy q having people tweet him about how he wasn't really mourning because he didn't post something on social media. And what I mean by that is we have gotten to the point where 
social media becomes the place where you not only are able to promote your your artistry but also build a brand build a fan base build a following and i think what happens is that people the the bigger your following becomes the more you feel like you have to share just about anything that you think right and i i can't say this for sure i obviously don't know folks but it it seems like and again celebrities and and rappers are not this is not just them right like i actually have i've had conversations with my wife like i am not a good self-promoter like i know folks who will get on and promote like everything that they're doing highlight all the work that they're doing all of that I'm not good about that because in my brain, I don't want to add to the noise if it's not something of a value. So I might get on Facebook or Instagram periodically and post something, but like my posts typically tend to be few and far between because I don't want to just feel like I'm posting stuff just for the sake of, uh, of, of likes or comments or whatever, right? Um, and so there's times when I might even have a thought about something, but I choose not to post it because I don't want it to come across that way. Now that's one extreme. The other extreme is posting or saying anything just for the reaction, just for the likes, just for the, to get your name out there, whatever the case may be. And so I think, and what I would assume happens is that the more active you are on social media, the more that people are responding to your stuff, the bigger celebrity you are, the bigger brand you are, the more that your following dictates um, how much money you, or you know, how much income you generate, because that is an indication of uh, record sales or whatever streams, whatever the case may be. I think it breeds this feeling of, shoot, whatever I'm thinking, I, I might as well post it or say it because people want to know what I'm thinking or what I'm saying. And to some degree, that's true, right? Like I said, I think that it, in in some weird way, it's been a little cathartic to like see other artists like respond to Nipsey in like a positive way. So it's dope for me to see, like, um, you know, like I, I didn't, I knew that like Snoop and 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 Nipsey had a relationship. I had no idea how deep it went, or at least how deep it seems to have gone with like how Snoop has been posting, right? But like to, I read some story today where Snoop's post today about how um, Nipsey tried to get him to stop some beef he had with Meek Mill and Snoop didn't listen until after Meek got out of jail. And then when Meek got out of jail, they, they squashed it. And so Snoop was, you know, um, then Snoop called, called Nipsey and Nipsey was like, bro, basically I told you so. Like, but to like see that and like that brings some level, I'm sure that brings some level of like, comfort to to people just to like hear those stories and to like get even further insight into this person that like folks you know have been mourning and grieving or whatnot like all that I get but when now you feel like people have to know everything that I'm thinking you then get something like Kodak Black who doesn't take the time to actually pause and one reflect on is this one is what I'm saying actually like, I don't even want to necessarily say something that should be said, but like, 
I, I don't I don't know what else to I don't know what to call it, but like is this actually a a, a good thought? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what well, to call I, it. But I will, I will I will say this real quick, just since you're on that point, I don't want to cut you off, but what Dev was saying, somebody that I was speaking to about this was saying he he does not, that person did not believe that Kodak Black knew he was being recorded. So if we're I will acknowledge that in the privacy of your own home, amongst your boys, I, I feel like a, a, a person, of a woman, a man, anyone, black, white, whatever, should have the ability to speak their mind. Whether I agree with the thoughts being said or not, you should be able to say what, what, what you want to say in a, in a space of, you know what I mean? Like, of your own privacy. If you're in your own house, minding your own business and you're and somebody asks you a question or you just talking like, man, let's, I mean, let's be realistic. I'm not wishing this on him. If Jay, or let's just not say death. Let's just say divorce. If Jay-Z and Beyonce got a divorce and Jay-Z was crushed and he was like, man, I don't know what to do with my life. There would still be somebody either thinking or saying aloud, man, Beyonce's available, bro. Like real spit. Like she's right. available. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, but and, and that's and that is different. Like and that that part is definitely different. So if again, I didn't see the video, I didn't watch the video, I didn't want to even free industry, but even but but let's say still let, let's assume I'll assume he didn't even I will assume that he didn't even uh think that was or plan on that being recorded. Somebody though felt like yo, Kodak Black, Kodak Black. Kodak Black's thoughts on Lauren London needs to be posted on social media for people to see because that's the that's the mentality that this is a figure whose every thought deserves to be put out in the public for folks to to hear and then react to, right? And I think that's the and that's the very same thing that led to Schoolboy Q's non-social media reaction, not posting his thoughts or whatever else on social media to get the reaction that it got, right? And like, I mean, even earlier we, today, we I saw- We like, to our own paparazzi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, cause it's, it's, the, it's, it's almost, it's not on, on, the, on the same serious note, right? But I saw people like getting on Dave East earlier because he was basically like, yo, that, um, that Old Town Road song is whack. Like, I don't know what's going on with rap now, but y'all like get that out of here. And again, I'm sure there are a lot of people who agree with him, but the fact that, the, but but people are getting on him because the delivery of it was like, the people felt like the delivery was hate. And it's like, bro, why couldn't you keep that to yourself? But again, for whatever reason, and I'm not even saying he's necessarily wrong in this, but for whatever reason, Dave East felt the need to publicize those thoughts, right? And not that he's, again, he has every right to do that. So do all of us. But I think that social media has led to so many people feeling like every thought needs to be publicized. Every thought that they have is of some sort of substance or value. And so imagine now amplifying that where you have thousands, if not millions of people following you, want to hear your thoughts, want to hear your views, want to hear your opinions. And then... Now it goes from like, okay, I'm using this platform just to kind of promote something that I feel like is worthwhile, something that is going to bring me some sort of income, something that's promoting like um, 
an agenda. I don't even necessarily mean that in a bad way, but like promoting something of of substance. And it's now I'm just spewing whatever thought comes to mind. It then leads to this thing or this reaction where now if you don't say anything, then you're not really, then you're not feeling anything. Like you must not be feeling anything. But if you do say something, now it's open to public opinion and anybody can have any response or reaction to it. And because hip hop is the biggest genre, we it's going to be amplified like even more. Um, and so I, I just think we're in this weird space um, that, you know, and so many people like, and, and I'll leave it at this because I know we gotta, we gotta move on, but um, you know, uh, I think, I think Fab said it best. I can't remember the, the exact quote. It was like, but those who never had it gonna get an act of fool with it. Like when you, when you come from hip hop so often it's about those who came from the bottom, those who maybe felt like they weren't getting attention, those who felt like they weren't hurt. Right. And so now I got people to listen to me. Like if you don't, if you're not well adjusted, if you don't have somebody in your corner, that's telling you like, nah, that's not cool. If you don't have somebody to process these thoughts with like, but you have access to so many people's ears, like you're going to get them and act a fool with them. You know what I'm saying? And so Oftentimes, it's not everybody, but I think that's what's happening with some like Kodak Black. And but but on the flip side, what do you do if you're an artist and you don't say anything, or you say things sparingly, and then people are like, well, you must not really care about so and so, or you must not really care about this issue or that issue, which is what Schoolboy Q ran into. So I think it's just a it's a problem that social media has spawned that I don't think hip hop has necessarily learned how to address yet, um, and I don't think we will for some time. But I, I, I'll leave it at that um, and, and let you kind of share share your your thoughts, Mylon, based upon either what we just said or, or you know, just in general. Uh, I, I will say this. I, I definitely like the way – I'm not saying I did not like what you were saying, but I, I really agree with what, what a lot of what Dev was saying along the lines of – except for the part of <laughs> I'm saying. He was like – I mean, maybe, you know, uh, he didn't really mean it. Or I, I, I do recognize, and I agree with what you're saying too, Landon, as far as like hip hop is definitely losing its, the gate. First of all, there used to, there used to be a, I believe we're at a phase where there is no gate. It used to be a gate, but there were no gatekeepers. Now I just believe there's no gatekeepers and now there's no gate. Like the, like the, the ability for even in private, I would assume that I would I would be the person that would a not even utter to say even in privacy utter to say that, and then like you said, Landon B. If I did record it for whatever reason, that I would be like, you know what, we was just clowning. I definitely don't want to put my boy out there like this. You know, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Not even, I'm not even gonna do it when they like turn that. into paparazzi. You, you say what? I said they don't care when they turn into paparazzi. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's like that's not your boy. Like I'm gonna be if I was. Let's just say we record all the time and we record and then I happen to catch you saying that. A, I'm not going to put that on social media. But then B, what also should have been happening in the recording, yo. Yeah, bro. Like you was a little hey, hold on, bro. Like, bro. You gonna go that far, dog? Yeah, too, like, too soon, bro. Too soon. Yeah, like, 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 I, you know, like, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no, okay, I, I got you, bro. But yeah, man, too soon, bro. Like, like, 
Come on, man. They, like, at the time when he said it, Nipsey wasn't even in the ground. Like, yeah. that is how, yeah. like, yeah, bro. Like, they hadn't even had the funeral yet, bro. Like, yeah. I, I and, and I don't even need to hit you with the I feel you. It's just like, nah, real spit, though. Like, nah, you, you out of line for that. And it should be like, you know what? I hear you, bro. You my, you know, I'm your BG. You my OG. Out of respect. You totally right. I'm, I'm, I'm out of line. There are no OGs. There were, that's the thing. There are no. There were no OGs in that room. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all BGs. It was just a bunch of young people. Just like the you. It is. There are two things that have been deemed useless in this society: adults and black men. Where the society has just created a a, a reality and a trend that we can do fine without. Elders and without black men, a hundred percent. We there is no other. Those two beings are not extinct, as one of the you know in the great Ice Cube song. Um, they are merely the mind is who needs them. Like we can do, we can we can figure things out. We, we've done. We've done this, we built that, we don't need them. I can, I can just, I can, you know what? I can start an entire rap career and be an artist and not say, you know what? I, I need to have somebody that I, like I respect, I, I'm, I don't believe this was the only reason, but one of the reasons why Magic Johnson walked away from the Lakers was because he was that to a lot of people. A lot of people like, yo Magic, I'm really struggling with some stuff. And he couldn't be the OG that he's used to being because of his title with the Lakers. And, and again, I'm not, it's not turning into sports, but I'm just saying in reality, that is the type of thing that people need to, you know what? I hear you and I, and I, I receive that. And I would have respected Kodak a whole, I, I have no respect for him at this point. Cause it's not just what he said. It's like, okay, now that you said it, it got recorded, it got leaked, it got, you know, whatever the case may be, bro, you need to hold that L and be like, you know, yeah, I'm straight up apologize. Straight up, I apologize. That's that ego protection. No, nah, he, but, but I'm saying that that's the thing. In the even in the streets, bro, players F up too. You know what I'm saying? We, we it's all good. Like you messed up, you you slipped up, you made a mistake. Hold that L. You know what? I, I totally, I mean, no disrespect to the to the to the um uh, to Nipsey's family, to the London family, to his kids. I totally ain't no, but I was just, you know, I mean, in the pro- nah, bro, just apologize. And there's nothing wrong with being a man. But that's the thing. You're such a boy that you don't even want to do what men do. Again, I don't need to be a man. I got money. Look at my shoes. Look at my watch. Why F you. I can say whatever I want. Boys are better than men at this at this phase. In his life, that's what he believes. Um, if he doesn't believe it, that is definitely what his action shows. So that's the part that is scary: is that boys are better than men, and we listen to boys. We this his music is being listened to by someone. But I can't I can't tell you one Kodak lyric. I don't even know what his voice sounds like on Wax. Because if I'm listening to a song and I see in the parentheses. Featuring Kodak Black, it's it's already fast forward, <laughs> and that's all, Mama's. I I I do not listen to this. I I don't know what he sounds like, cause he's a clown. 
But there are people who like, I mean, some of his music, like, really? You like, you condone this, this coonery? Absolutely. So therefore, if you condone confoonery, if you condone the buffoonery and the coonery, it then becomes who you are. And then it then becomes what you deem to be. That's good music, man. And then guess what's bad music? Royce to five nine, J. Cole. You know, I'm like, eh, I don't really dig that dude that much. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, we've uh we've had a conversation about how people digest hip hop. And I really think when it comes to those two, how you saying that people will believe Royce is what you know, whack or I can't do you know, get with it or J. Cole, I can't get with it because it's become fun and funny. Yeah. It's, it's literally become fun and funny. If it's not funny and if it's not fun, then I don't like it. And Or it's not even that I don't like it. It's just like, well, it's not something I want to hear. Or, you know, where you could take, you know, I, I can learn that what J. Cole talking about in school. Yeah, I, I just want to, it's just all different kind of things now where it's like, man, you're missing the picture until, but this is the thing is until something actually seriously happens and we need a message from a hip hop track is when everybody wants to start, you know, bowing down and all that stuff like that. So it's just, we're such in a weird place, like you said. What did, what did Big Chris say in, in, in Mount Olympus? Uh, when he was basically saying like, oh, so now you want, now you want bars. I tried to give you that back in the day. You didn't want it. But now it's like, man, hey, go at him. Oh, now you want me to spit fire. Okay. Now now you're ready for me. That's, that's what's up. I've been doing that. Right. I feel like that's been said before. Like if somebody in politics or something say something crazy, oh, yeah, go, Cole, get at him, Cole, Cole, you know, or somebody, Kendrick, go ahead and spit something at him. Like, because why? Because y'all don't have the capacity to? Or is it, you know, what is it? But it, we've definitely been warping, you know, and uh, diluting, <laughs> saturized uh, or saturating, you know, all of what hip hop is, is you know, birthed to, to be about. And yeah, like we always say we can enjoy the fun, but, you know, we also talk about the balance. If you've, if you've been listening to our, to our podcast and all the previous episodes and the balance, is way off right now. Yeah, I, I think I think that I think the word balance can't even be used. Like I think that's the part. Like it's almost. I mean, I wish we didn't have a doctor. I mean, I wish we had a doctor. I wish this doctor could. Maybe you can publish this. You know, just like talk about what's another word. This guy. I, I don't know. Again, I, my, my 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 language is so barren compared to yours. First, first off, first off, it's not. Because you just coined the word confoonery, like literally. Yeah, years. that's like, because it's a word that nobody has ever used before. So you know why? <laughs> because no one, no one blends two words by accident. Uh, extensive. That's, yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom Coonery. I just another one. I guess I I have a PhD now. I, I'm a doctor. You <laughs> do. You do. That's I mean, amazing. You know, it's copywriter too. You know, you got that's, it. Well, I, I think just the idea, like, it's not about. It's not about like I like I'm doing some research on the black experience in uh, white institutions, and somebody else was talking to me about and it was like well because someone questioned I said I said uh, my actual research is the black experience in majority white institutions or predominantly white as well, and someone said well what's the what's the population of the school 
what's the population of white people at the school that you are researching? And then I told them, I think it's, I said, it's like 33% or something. They said, no, no, that's not predominant. And that predominantly, nor is it majority. And someone else chimed in and I thought about this as it pertains to hip hop. He's like, well, the population might not be white, but the institution is founded in whiteness. So therefore, it doesn't matter if it's only four white people at the school. Whiteness is the dominant culture and in the administration, in the in the principles, in the in the policy, in the protocol that has been created is by white people. So it's it is dominated by whiteness. And that is where we are right now. We if Dev just talking about balance. There's no more balance. We're not, that's a that that's a that word is extinct as it pertains to describing hip hop. It's not about balance anymore. It's about a dominance of cooning and 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 fun and drugs, and then you sprinkle the minority of all minorities, intellect, um, content, substance. Those things are like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like yeah, I, I, I can do a substance rapper every now and again, but most of my most of hip hop is now. And that's the fundamental basis. Like record record companies don't want to sign the next Dead Press, the next X Clan. No one like. Do you understand? Like they will that those artists will never. Uh, that was a that was lightning in a bottle. They will never. Do you understand? Have you if you look at a picture of the X Clan on the cover of an album, that'll never happen again. It'll never happen again. And it's not about like. Oh man, you trying to get back to the '90s? It was just a simple fact that while X Clan created was there, when X Clan had an album, so did Uncle Luke. You know what I'm saying? Like they were both coexisting, which was perfectly fine. Now it's like, man, X Clan come out, they're gonna get booed off this. Boo! What are you talking about? Africa, get out of here. That's so. I I, I think in closing, at least for me on that on that topic, is this. Hip hop is, is it's not about balance anymore. It's about it's it's cancerous. Like you have it's like can you can you be a survivor of a disease? It's a disease right now that's overtaking hip hop's body, and I I just don't see any coming back. As I've said before, I just don't see any coming back from it. Just like I've said this before about the systemic systemic edu- um, racism, the systemic uh, racism found in, edu- in, in in educational institutions. I just don't power does not. You, you know who has a book called Power Concedes Nothing? Condoleezza Rice. I saw that title. I was like, oh, that's probably a dope book. It's Condoleezza Rice. She has a book. Her, her biography is called <laughs> Power Concedes Nothing. I was floored. I was like, I do right now because I thought I was about to. I, got, I don't know if to keep the book or what. I don't know what to do here. But that title is everything. Power Concedes Nothing. I'm... It, the, Ignorance is the current power in hip hop. It will not say, well, let's make space for balance, Dev. No, let's not. Let's be, let's maintain ignorance. <laughs> well, there is a thing called hope. And hope not- <laughs> <laughs> Dev had to go up to the pulpit. <laughs> he had to preach fabrication to get us back on track. And hope has no reason. And reason, <laughs> that re- brother, brother, save your sermon for Sunday, brother. It is Easter Sunday, brother. There is, 
This this Sunday literally represents hope, brother. I, save it for the save it for the pulpit. Uh, no, there's, there's definitely always lights. I know, Landon. I, there's always definitely lights at the end of the tunnel. Tunnel. I think this is it's just a train, Dev. It's a train. It's, this is a social media, you know, issue that that became a hip hop issue. Like Landon said, go, go, Landon, go, go, Doctor. Oh, what am I going? I'm not going, bro. I'm not going on nothing except. All right, well, look, I, I, like I said, I'm trying to stay off the social media tip with regards to. You know all that, just all the stupid stuff. When, when it's stupid stuff, like, but again, I I don't think that this is even just limited to hip hop. I think this is where we at with social media in general, and folks just gotta find a way to like check yourself and realize that like not everything you have to say is that important. And I think when when if we start realizing that, maybe maybe we'll have some. Or the uh, fact that you have nothing to say is important. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes silence says a lot too. Sometimes, like, not necessarily in the case of Schoolboy Q. Like, I don't want to get twisted that way, like some other idiots did, but, you know, sometimes it does. Um, but, I I mean, I guess on a on a lighter note, because, uh, you know, we didn't want to end on, you know, we already did the the, the full episode on Nipsey. We didn't want to end necessarily. Well, mine's going to find a way to make the make the the conversation whatever we have about hip hop negative I still what new, who am I new, like, what, this hip hop Grinch what like what what is going he, he, he is excited every week about doing a podcast about hip hop yet it only ends up being negative things about hip hop I don't know why just just I, is it, just it, this. is it is it, it I'm stating am I am I stating lies or am I stating facts? I just want to be I just want to be clear. So if I state you're facts, stating your, if I'm you stating are, facts, that's being negative. Like what? You again, reel me in. I'm not a I'm not a doctor, but I have stayed at a Holiday Inn. But you can help me understand what the, you're just you're just choosing not to believe in the hope that Dev is preaching about. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The but, fact that every 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 remark that Mylon makes, he dame times his wrist. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. Uh, you know. I'm just. I'm just warning the people now. However, there was uh, again. This is lighter, not necessarily positive, depending upon how you look at it. But lighter news. Um, it came out that, uh, and this was on the article that at least that I saw it was on Hip Hop DX. It may have been on in other places too, but apparently. Uh, there is conversations, and as the article states, uh, uh, it is getting "quote unquote" closer. Or the, I guess, the uh, the committee who votes on the sports that are allowed in um, in the Olympics uh, is getting closer to um, authorizing uh, breakdancing to be a part of the sport that participates in the Olympics. Um, now, for those of you who may not know, breakdancing is one of the key elements uh, to hip hop. Um, and actually, I guess we could argue is like the very first element, huh? That's technically you could you could argue that that was well, I guess with the beat, well, slash DJ, no, they kind of go hand in hand. So when you when you think about that where hip hop has come from um, and kind of all that we're talking about now in terms of how big it is and how popular it is, 
even the recognition or the consideration of it entering the Olympics says something, but it may say something different to two different people. And so that's kind of where, where we're going to start, where we're going to start. Um, and so my, my, my initial question when I saw this, so it, just for context to, I guess the other sports that are also being considered are skateboarding. And I don't know much about this other sport at all, but sport climbing, I don't know what sport climbing is. Um, but sport climbing uh, and skateboarding, and I think potentially surfing, surfing. If, I, if I if I remember correctly. Um, but definitely skateboarding and sport climbing are also being considered um, or have just been uh, approved, one of the two. Um, and so breakdancing is, um, is among these uh, sports that weren't originally in the Olympics but are now being considered. Uh, so... You know, my my at least my initial question after I saw this uh, was just like at this point, you know, I I've, I've referenced this um, I've referenced this line before by Nas uh, on Hip Hop Is Dead. He's like, you know, I remember basically when hip hop was underground. Wait, wait, what, what was it? Was the name of the the album or the song that you were from? Oh, brother, I'm not I'm not doing that again. Bro, uh, I didn't but for but the brother, brother, no. Well, you can go back and listen and rewind and, and find it. Like, <laughs> not if I don't uh, know the name of it. I don't know the name. You, you'll, you'll hear it when you go back and, and play this episode again. But, um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, he says on there, like, I remember when hip hop was underground. He's like, I don't know if I want it, if I want that, or for the whole world to keep it right. Like, this idea of, do we want hip hop to be this thing where it's like only you know certain folks know about it and it stays small and it's uh, you know, which, I mean, obviously it's not anymore, but like, basically, do we want to kind of maintain that feel of like, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of this thing that not a lot of people are, are up on and you got to be in the know to know about it. It's, it's not, not everybody has access to it. Right. Or do we want the opposite where like, we want people to be able to see um, just all the, the, the greatness and the artistry and the genius and the, creativity and everything that comes out of hip-hop right and and i don't know that there is a bigger stage than the olympics um and so for breakdancing to to be considered there is really big again whether that's a positive or a negative you know you can decide but it's it's big to know that these black and brown folks in the bronx who you know, was either had beef or was just looking for a good time to get away from whatever they was facing and created this new style of dance is now being considered for the Olympics is, um, it's something just crazy to think about, but, you know, at this moment, like, is hip hop most interested in like having its elements and having its presence on such a big stage or do we want, as Nas said, potentially to like keep it as maybe not small, but like not have it necessarily grow and continue to become even more mainstream or is it even possible to become more mainstream? Um, and so I guess that's my dual question to you all is one, do we want hip hop to continue to, to become more mainstream or can it even become more mainstream um, in the in the sense of something like having the Olympic stage to be another place to, to live and exist. Um, so I'll leave that to y'all uh, to, to answer Dev. If you can yeah. kick us off with that, I want to know your thoughts. 
Yeah, with this situation and, you know, it's becoming a pattern now. Um, I remember we had an episode where we talked about pretty much hip hop uh, hitting Broadway with Hamilton. And, you know, your first initial thought on that is like, you know, we have arrived. We're finally appreciated just kind of knowing where the genre came from and, and all of the belittling it got when it was birthed from even just the disco lovers and, you know, people, you know, parents and just saying that it was something that wasn't going to last. So then when you reach heights and, and feats like this, then, you know, the first thing you want to do is celebrate and, you know, like we say, throw the fist up. But at the same time, you always want to make sure that it's, being shown the proper way or being packaged correctly or keeping to its truest form or, you know, just all the things we, we literally are scared of saturation and, and just the watering down of what it is in the first place. And so for it to even be considered, you know, breakdancing to be part of the Olympics is yet again, like, man, look how far hip hop has gone. Like you said, you know, formed from an underprivileged, you know, group of folks um, solely out of what, you know, they were trying to get out of their elements with doing is now being, you know, quote unquote, appreciated enough and respected enough to go on a platform as huge as the Olympics. And I'm sure this has, touched and inspired many. So I won't say that I have a problem with that as far as people around the world wanting to do it. But at the same time, you know, who leads, who controls, who speaks the narrative and who controls the future on what that narrative is moving forward? Like now, after it's been in the Olympics, are we going to say that it even belongs to hip hop? Or are we going to say that for this many years, this group of people have been dominating and breakdancing. So this is where it came from. Like it can go so many ways. And I think that's what we're afraid of as people who knows exactly where it was birthed from. So, I mean, that's kind of just what you, the odds you have to live with, but at the same time, this is why we're expressing, you know, the feelings of, that we're expressing and why the things and the lines from Nas come about because it's like, we love the fact that we, this this beautiful thing, this art that we call it, we want it to be respected. We want it to be, you know, in, inspiring. We want it to be a, admirable, but at the same time, we know what can happen and what comes with it when it's not completely understood, when it's not understood of the history and, and not even to sound like Cause I know every time we speak, we sound like this, but it's just like, literally, man, it, it literally protects the purity of where it came from and, and people forget. And then you start making disrespectful comments and started saying narratives that aren't true, but it becomes everyone's truth who sees it because those are the people who have the power to control that narrative. So I would definitely first and foremost say that <clears throat> just like um, it hit in Broadway with Hamilton, that is definitely a big feat and that I, I love to see it, you know, reach these heights. 
But at the same time, man, like we need some out of it's the gatekeepers, man. Keep the gate up for real. Just keep the gate up. And so um, when you say is hip hop most interested in continuing to grow, you know, in the mainstream appeal or wanting to go back underground, you know, that's that's why we're on the fence. Like, I think hip hop in its heart, <laughs> if hip hop was to be personified, hip hop in its heart wants to, you know, yell out and say, I'm here. But at the same time, if it means I'm being belittled, if you don't know who my grand, if hip hop is being personified, if you don't know who my grandfather and my great grandfather is, then you coming off disrespectful to my last name. Like, so it's, it's definitely a on the fist fence type of situation. And, you know, I'll hear from y'all and, you know, comment as we go. MLM, your, 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 your initial type. My initial take, I, I, I think, I, I don't know. I think going back to what Dev was just saying about the, I, I, we're gonna, I'm gonna be at, I don't wanna say at conflict with the, with, the, with, the, with the statement, but again, I think I'm seeing that there is no gate. That's the fear, there is no gate anymore. So as I just said earlier, there used to be a gate, but no gatekeepers. Now I believe that there is no gate. So when we get into, you know, as Dev talked about broadways, we start talking about pushing into commercials. Yeah, yeah, commercials. Like because there's no gate, and 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 the crazy thing about this particular, I don't know if I, I, I mean, this is anybody's culture, but three people can be sitting in a room right now and decide, you know what? We're going to do a rap for our intro. And it could be four white dudes who've never, no experience, no, no connection to the culture, but they just want to do, and I'm doing air quotes, you can't see this, people, air quotes, uh, a rap for their intro. And my name is Jeff, and I'm the best. And then that's it. It's just, that's the intro. Like, wait, there's no one there to be like, yo, like, like on the, was that the Dave Chappelle skit where the dudes like he said whenever people are talking too long it just be a dude in the back that says like yo wrap it up yeah like wherever he went like he could be talking to a girl he could be standing in line it doesn't matter somebody like, yo wrap it up like there's no wrap it up guy there's nobody to be like yo check this out B like you are not about to do a Taco Bell commercial and have four people wearing their hats to the side and posturing. As, nah, bro. We're not. We're not allowing it. It's, that's not how it works. Right now, it could happen. Um, and there's nothing we can do about it. So when you start getting into the places where we say hip hop has been quote unquote invited to the table, i.e., Olympics, or e.g., Olympics, e.g., um, commercials, e.g. Uh, I, I just want. I just want to. I need to cut you off real quick. I want people to recognize how smart this brother is. He knew apparently that IE was wrong. I've never actually heard somebody verbally say EG. EG, right? Like <laughs> and he knew not only that what he was saying that the IE was wrong, but he I literally I literally I, I, that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to I'm sorry, but I just needed to acknowledge the the depth of your wisdom as a UC Berkeley student 
who is who has mastered not just language, but you are also the same person that has brought systemic racism to our conversation. There, I just needed to point it out. I, I'm just I carry systemic racism. I'm the man who carries systemic racism. Nicely done. I'm just amazed at the depth of your wisdom in all of these conversations. That's all I'm saying. But but continue. E.g. <laughs> I, I was eging um olympics you know broadway commercials um background music for uh just i mean i've seen it just that background music just for a, a commercial that just that has images it's just like oh let's just just use this particular rap song i'm 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 adamantly against it and i think first of all i think Hip hop Olympics is the the corniest thing and worst thing that ever happened to my eyes or ears. Um, I, I just think it's horrible. Um, but again, what do I know? I'm sure judging four white people on the sidelines judging breakdancing will be the. See, that's the stuff, right? <laughs> I give that backspin a seven. Wait, what? Like you don't judge backspins? Well, he was kind of stiff. Like, wait, that's not how it works. I felt that way. You know where I thought? I thought about, again, I'm not calling it, there's 50 million hip hop movies. Well, not 50 million, there's several. There's Crush Group, there's Breakin', there's Beat Street. There's there's a bunch of classic hip hop movies. A movie that had, that 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 um, featured dance was You Got Served. Featured dancing. Um, both my, both of you, your wives can tell you all about You Got Served. They love it. <laughs> Um, Dev does too. He's laughing, but he does. Oh yeah, Dev. Dev is with no, it. Dev is, Dev, Dev is with the with, with, with the stuff with, with when no. it comes to you guys serve. So the idea of you guys serve, like the beginning part, like the when it first came on, they were like dancing like in a warehouse. It was grimy. Like you thought, like there was there was always like the fear of a fight breaking out because it was like, oh, this is oh, the competition is getting. And then next thing you know, hey man. Got this flyer for this dance competition coming to town. $10,000 grand prize. <laughs> like, wait a minute. So wait, they're judges? Like, the judges was the crowd. Like, it's like Apollo. Boo. Or you clap. And if you boo, Sandman is coming. That's it. This thing went to where there were four, you know, judges. They were all, and I'm not saying you got to be black or white too. It was just, it was commercial. And it switched from this whole grimy thing to this it's like uh step up is it step it up they got like four different versions of this movie oh, sound like you know all the movies bro i see <laughs> when i see them on when i'm scrolling through movies and i'm like wait they made step up six like like how many of these movies oh, that's <laughs> real like how many now we're dancing in the rain outside the bar station it, like oh my <laughs> gosh like what is happening and so it just runs the risk of that commercial feel where it went from, I thought what, the, what I was leading to, I, I thought, and I'm not saying that it's commercial. I just don't feel like it's as grimy as it once was, was like the Red Bull um, hip um, dancing championships. I was, they had judges and everything, but Red Bull, it, like when it first came out, again, you first step up, it was grimy, bro. Like, like these cats was like getting it. Now all of a sudden it's like, okay, wait a minute. Who or how are you? How are you selecting these dancers? It was just, it's just very, it just doesn't feel the same. It, it, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just not as 
authentic as it once was. And I don't think you can, I don't think you can put that aspect of culture in a bottle. Like even like I can, I believe you can actually judge, or you can have um, DJing competition. I, I believe it's just kind of like the energy of a DJing competition. If they oh snap, this dude is doing no hands. Oh, he turned around. Like, oh my gosh, he threw a record. It boomeranged. He came back. Do one. It's over. It's like a slam dunk competition. You actually have judges, but you know when somebody, like I feel like to this day, Aaron Roger, Aaron Gordon got robbed when like he like his, you know like that dunk was nice. I don't feel like that's the same energy you can do when you start having Olympic like breakdance. I don't feel like it. I, I, because let's just say like one one country dominates, like that's not gonna that's not gonna look good either. Like let's so every country gotta have a representative. What if they can't break dance? No, we gotta have somebody up there. Frank, everybody gets a break dancer. Like, no, no, everybody does not get a break dancer. Or it'd be the new NBA. It'd be representatives of different skin color for yeah. Come country on, you got. Uh, it is. <laughs> and then, like, how do you make the team? Like, and, and like, how do you even make the team? Like, how do you decide? Like, oh, well, we know who the best break dancers in America are. Like, I watch YouTube all the time. Like, nah, bro, he wasn't. He didn't show up to Indiana where we had the trials, so he's not in. Like, <laughs> what? That's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't even know how the. I don't know how the whole process for the Olympics works. So I don't know if every country has to be in every event or whatever. But I will say that the the only thing that makes me kind of hesitant that's not just like, bro, this is the worst thing ever. Maybe not the only thing, but the main thing um, is that although I, I'm with y'all in terms of the risk, right? In terms of what, what, in in i don't know 30 years from now there's stuff that's considered breakdancing that never would have been considered breakdancing before never would have been allowed or or at minimum would have thought to have been like a weak breakdancing move is now considered you know greatness ever that that is a that that is a huge risk that opening up to something as big as the olympics which has very well from anything that i can tell has very little uh basically has no say from anybody that's like fully involved and ingratiated in the hip-hop culture like like i I don't know who who brought this idea to the table um but you know i i don't there's nothing that makes me confident that somebody from the hip hop culture will be involved to ensure that those who are judging are judging based upon what what breakdancing was originally um, like originally known for and how it was originally viewed and perceived and judged like in the streets when they was spinning on on cardboard right the other thing that i that i'm hesitant about is that usually things from hip-hop become accepted once black folks really ain't involved that much anymore or or, and i shouldn't say that they're not involved but there's usually many more people other than black folks that have involved themselves in the activity that now make it feel safe 
right? So the other part of me feels like it's they the Olympics has recognized like, oh, there's it's such a diverse you know population that participates in this. Like we can we can open it up now, right? So that's the other part of me that that I, that's the other part that I, that I don't really like. The one part that I am like, mm, it kind of intrigues me. I, I could, I, I'm still kind of working through it is I would, I would venture to say that graffiti and breakdancing. And so I actually probably have to change my statement because I, I don't know that breakdancing was the first one. Cause again, it has to go hand in hand with DJing and the graffiti was around for a long time. So one of those three, or, or maybe it's tied for all those three being the first, uh, elements but graffiti and 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 breakdancing are probably the two elements of hip-hop that are essentially forgotten about right i mean some people if if you want to go super deep we can include knowledge itself and we can have a whole nother conversation that i think my had already started but the, <laughs> putting that to the side we talk about the practical djing emceeing graffiti breakdancing like breakdancing and graffiti for the most part like even when we talk about the culture even when we like even when we as hip-hop roundtable or other podcasts or other tv shows or network or whatever or people artists are talking about like the culture of hip-hop i mean we start getting into every we start getting into fashion we start getting into like all these mindset, we start getting to everything, but graffiti and breakdancing are rarely mentioned anymore. And so then my question, the, my, my, the, the question for myself becomes, is it better to have a watered down version, but still something that at some point we could point to and say, hey, that was the thing that was part of hip hop that it's not what it was, but it does still exist. And this is the history of it. And this is the legacy of it. Or just have it die and be what it was at the risk of us just almost not even mentioning it anymore and be kind of being forgotten and lost in history altogether. Right. Um, and that's where I kind of struggle. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I, I don't know what's the lesser of the two evils, so to speak. Um, I know I don't trust, I, I don't trust the Olympics at all to to preserve the integrity of what breakdancing is. And I also, you know, feel like maybe the integrity is already somewhat lost, which is why they can, they feel comfortable even having the conversation. Um but I, I mean, but but I don't know. Like, if it would would having would having it in the Olympics actually bring it back to the forefront to some degree, and have us actually appreciate it as part of hip hop culture more? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I actually I, I'm I'm interested in y'all kind of thoughts and opinions on that really quickly. Like, if they. If if they if they add that they gotta add crumping and 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 bucking to the <laughs> next, what's next? It'll be the twerking in the Olympics. Is that what we're looking for? I'm the I'm sorry. Hey, don't get that in their minds because they already ain't got go that far. I don't know that twerking has been added. Oh uh, gosh, hip hop element. 
uh, I mean, legacy yet, but your 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 statement your statement sparked something that that was pretty intriguing though, and um, they've already they've already showed a lot of love in Google. That's just the only ad <laughs> um, with showing the history of hip hop, and I think. You know, there's 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 chambers out there. There's there's chest out there that has the history, you know, that that can definitely be looked upon because it hit this scale now. And so that would be the great thing about it is that you will get a little bit of a history lesson, a little social context to it. You'll find out about what was going on in the 70s in New York and, you know, and how it came about. So there there is a lot of positive that that can come about it because of the awareness and attention that that will be brought to it. And if your boys over at, you know, G double O can uh, hold it down like they have in the past with their homepage uh, for, for a few times. This you know. man just remixed Google's name. <laughs> Definitely did an Olympic hip hop twist on the man. name G-double-O. g can hold it down, man. And, I mean, they did it with the DJ and stuff, too. And just separating all the different, uh, I think it was that. I'm not sure completely. But, yeah, the, the, the history is still out there to be, you know, found. And so that would be one positive that, that can come out of it. Uh, but then at, at the same time, it's still, we're just always so afraid. Like we, we raised our fist when Google did that, but then, you know, they can decide to, to televise something or they can decide not to televise something. So, you know, it depends on what, whoever the powers that be may want to put out there for people to, to, to find and, and get the information thrown in their face at least. So, um. I think that I think that could you know happen, especially the way corporations are going private. We're not going private, but are private, so they can put out whatever they want to put out. And and for the history and track record of of certain corporations have already with the history, I, I believe that with the the stage and the presence that you know breakdancing would be in the Olympics, I think people will still be able to get that work. In other words. For sure. Uh, uh, Mr. Drake, you got any any thoughts? I, I hear what you're saying about the, the history. Um, and that, that's, I mean, that's a valid point. Like, you know, I'm a huge fan of dinosaurs. And I, I have no idea, based upon the fact that I wasn't here, I wasn't there, what dinosaurs sound like. However, I like Jurassic Park's interpretation of it. At least I got something. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate, but you know what? I like it. I like what you gave me. I, you know, I'm afraid where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I I can combine combine the bones that are left as history or you know as artifacts with. Hey, I, I, they probably sounded like this. I'll take it. But I can say that because I wasn't there when dinosaurs roamed the earth. I was there. I've been here when while hip hop is present. And so if I don't care if we going uh, 30 years from now, 
where I'm like, dude, you're almost 80 years old. I'm still not going to want to see some whack interpretation of hip hop and be like, wait, what is it? Oh, this is the breakdance championship, bro. You, you don't know about this. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, what am I watching? Oh, yeah, they're going down. These kids from uh, Switzerland, they've been won 12 years in a row. Like, they, they are unstoppable. Like, no. Hey, the white kids from Switzerland might be nice with it, though. Blonde hair left <laughs> everywhere on the cardboard. Right. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eye, they, the blue eye bandits, bro. Like, they they nice. They real nice. They might like, be nice with it. Nah, B, I'm, I'm not trying to find out. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm trying to remain ignorant in that sense. So, uh, that that's the fear. It's like, yeah, like, a, I dis, I would say I I disagree. A watered down version of uh, of of the culture is not what I prefer. I prefer either, even if it means that it's gone. You know, I mean, my at least my memory is pure. You know, what I'm saying? like I can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't take away my memory. And um, it's like it's like like Demetrius Hook Mitchell, one of the greatest basketball players that come out of Oakland. My son never saw him play basketball. He's seen some footage, some. But the myth of Hook is is that much greater. Like, if you didn't see the games, and when we tell the stories, it sounds fantastic. You know, like, yo, this can't. Yeah, but, 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 that's, but that's the one difference for me is like, I mean, and actually maybe Hook is, Hook might be a good example, like, even in the Bay, there's not many people who are talking about Hook Mitchell on a regular basis. And outside of the Bay, I would venture to guess it's slim to none, right? So we're, we're, you're, you're talking about the mystery of, of Hook Mitchell or the myth of Hook Mitchell and how that kind of adds to the legacy, which like I get to some degree but at the same time, that tends to only work with mysteries or, or, or you know, in, images or entities or figures or whatever that tend to be really big, right? So I, as often as people talk about Hook Mitchell, it's probably as often as people talk about breakdancing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, <laughs> and if it's so small, do we run the risk of just the, I mean, may, obviously not, not completely like there's been plenty of history books and whatever that's been written on on breakdancing just like there's been documentaries done about hook mitchell or whatever so never could those legacies completely die but for all intents and purposes like is it large enough for us to even have the conversations around like man when when breakdancing back in the day like are we even are we even having those now like if like if people just stop breakdancing today would we even notice it? Like, like if people stop rapping today, we would know. If people stop DJing today, we would know. If people stop, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, whatever. Like, but if people just stop doing graffiti today, will we really know notice? Like, if people stop breakdancing today, will we really notice? And then, if not, like, do those conversations really still happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Hook Mitchell ain't picked up a basketball and have, well, let me not say that. He might have, <laughs> but, like, on a public He'll stage. still cross he, On a public stage, he hasn't picked up a basketball somewhere. And nobody's like, 
man, bro, I miss the days of hook. Like again, other than the select few in the Bay Area, but like there's a basketball Hall of Fame where Allen Iverson, like people are going to continue to talk about him for because he was big enough. He was on a platform big enough where that legacy is going to be talked about, even though he never won a championship, even though there was controversy surrounding him and all of that type of stuff. So is 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 breakdancing big enough to actually last for that legacy to continue, for us to continue to talk about it? Or do we need something like the Olympics to even keep it somewhat at the forefront of people's minds? Now, I, I think keeping it at the forefront of people's minds is still dangerous if you're keeping it in the forefront of people's minds wrong. You know I mean, like, if it's wrong, you're like, so now you're creating a new narrative, developing a new, oh, yeah, I've seen uh, breakdowns. I know, I've heard all about it. I saw it in the Olympics. Like, no, nah, bro, that, that was not breakdancing. Like, no, yeah, it is. I've seen it. What are you saying? Like, ah. Uh, I wish you hadn't seen it when it was pure. Yeah, but 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 does that but does that invite you to then have that same conversation that you might have with Jay about hook missile, as opposed to it not happening at all? And again, I'm not I'm not arguing one way or another, but I'm just saying, does even somebody saying like, oh yeah, I saw that, and you being like, well, actually, let me put you up on game, right? Do you have that same conversation if breakdancing just fades out of the public eye altogether? I, I think I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I think I, I agree with you. I don't think we'll be talking about hip hop. I mean, breakdancing every single day. Like, I mean, you ain't talked about hip hop and breakdancing in two or three weeks. Like, I don't I don't think that's the, the case. But at the same time, if we're having a conversation about hip hop and its essence, um, that would that that that's going to be at the forefront. I feel it. Um. All right, well, we, we uh, you know, we, we'll see if, um, if this actually comes to, comes to be. Uh, if so, I mean, I, who knows? Is, is, is breakdancing a winter sport or, or, uh, or a summer <laughs> sport? <laughs> uh, is it, uh, I, I have no idea how the Olympics go. Um, see, see, that'll be the beginning of what the narrative will become. <laughs> Yeah, like because in the uh, hot uh, summers know, in the Bronx, breakdancing it was breakdancing. <laughs> like uh, and that's not true either. Like I, I have no, who knows what they're gonna say, what they're gonna come up with. But um, you know, we we will we will see. I'm sure if uh, if it gets approved. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the other conversation. If it's not approved, like, am I looking at them sideways? Like, yo, f y'all, because y'all didn't want us in here, or like, I. I don't know, man. It gets crazy. Anyway, um, we're going to wrap it there. Uh, before we get off, as usual, um, wondering if you brother got any uh, any shout outs um, for this week um, before we um, before we close out and push our chairs back. Um, young Dev, you got any any shout outs, brother? Anybody you want to you want to recognize a highlight? Man, shout out. Oh, see, that's that's going against my nature right there. Brother, but, what is uh, your nature, bro? <laughs> the fact that I bleed purple and gold. 
<laughs> what? Oh, no, you're- I'm gonna say shout out, shout out to the Clipper team that came back, man, from 30 down. Brother, they just to beat on the Warriors, brother. They literally just they lost set history. Hey, you can't knock, man. Hey, this was like if this was the NCAA tournament, that was an upset, brother. So I'm just gonna but say shout out to the NCAA. They lost the first <laughs> game. They still would have been out. What are you thinking? <laughs> shout out to them for doing that. Like that's 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 coming from the bottom type of shout out, but still the fact that he was able to do that. At least you at least you can bust the mouth of the Warriors. Uh and that's 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 how much of a of a of a a shout out that has become and the fact that I'm a Laker fan saying that about the Clippers. Your shout out is horrible. Uh <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. Just because y'all be trying to come out with black excellence every week. Brother, it's not even that, brother. Like, yeah, I just want to shout out, want to shout out Brownie. Uh, bounty for uh, creating paper that towels, man. Like they did quicker pick you up. Shout out is horrible in so many ways. Your your bleeding purple and gold left so many misconceptions. You are an alpha talking about bleeding purple and gold. Sound like a cute. You just shouted out the Clippers. Nobody say that on the same unless night you are a Lakers lost. fan. So just stop. But I'm saying you you shout out the Clippers on the same night that they just lost and went down. Nobody two. knows the that. advantage is lost until you say it. <laughs> you just, you just said that. The oh, series is tied one one. They knew they would have you. they would have won when in fact they would have already been bounced because they lost the first game. <laughs> There's nothing about your shout out that's accurate, brother. Nothing. I just need you to, to pull it together one time, brother. You need to uh, don't be like Kodak Black. Think about what you say before you say it. Is oh, all I'm saying. don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, it's all good. Yeah, the Clippers got a game in. It's it's cool. <laughs> they lost again tonight. They don't got home court no more. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, in my whim, you got you got any shoutouts, brother? Uh, I just want to shout out um, this uh, South Central Jag, man. Like, I knew about them. Um, I've seen them freestyle before, and I actually, you know, what? let me, let me, let me put this out there for you, for, for hip-hop artists. Like, I know we try to be creative with these album titles and sometimes even an album cover, but it was, like, he had an album come out, and I didn't even know it was him because he was, you know, like, people... Like, like to say, like their real names or whatever. So it was called like Lauren Miller. And I was like, who is Lauren Miller? Like this, I don't want to listen to this. And it was him. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like I would have been listening to this album. I had no idea. So South Central Jag has an album, Lauren Miller, part one and part two. And it's, 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 the, it's the brand new hotness. Uh, he's dope. And um, I just, I think he has bars. I, I, he reminds me of um, of a young game, you know, like he, he's, he's also blood, but he, like, he has a lot of bars and, and he likes to reference um, sports a lot. And I think he used to play basketball because he's a, he's kind of tall dude, but he represents sports a lot. And uh, I like him. I just think if you haven't checked out the, the album, uh, Lauren Miller one part one or part two, please do. Uh, the, the brother deserves a good listen. What's up? 
That's what's up. Uh, yeah, I'm not really up on them, but I might need to. Um, I, I might need to. You, you could be if you actually open the text message, brother. I know. I saw. I actually saw the video. I just, but you sent like two other videos, brother, and some of them were pertaining to the podcast, and I still had to watch those first. Just you know, priorities, brother. It's called priorities. Um, brother, we blowing up our spots. I know, bro. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm about to play. My, I'm about to be on my catch up game. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. Um, I'm just gonna shout out, man. You know, obviously, uh, you know, with 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 Nipsey passing, there's been a lot of, you know, give out give out roses while they can still smell them. Um, you know, and uh, which Rhapsody actually been on that before all this happened too. So I'll give her props for that. Um, shout her out for that. But um, you know, we mentioned uh, we we mentioned uh, Killer Mike uh, on the the last episode for the work that he's been doing um, and kind of and, and really been on the same wavelength uh, as, as Nipsey in terms of like you know black empowerment. Black economics, um, owning your stuff, right? Uh, banking black, uh, learning how to how to farm and feed yourself. Like he's been on on that a lot of work um, in terms of uh, empowering uh, black folks in their in their uh, politics, right? Um, so we shouted him out. Um, we also uh, shouted out. Mindly mentioned Mr. Fab, who does um, a lot of work um, in in Oakland. Um, not has his own store in Oakland, does backpack giveaways for the kids and a number of other things. He's really rooted here, uh, along with Marshawn Lynch, right? Um, and so I shout them out. But somebody who, who we don't mention a lot and who I saw somebody, I can't even remember who it was now, but I also wanted to make sure I got a shout out um, for, again, really kind of putting his money where his mouth is and, and really being on uh being on some black empowerment hype for a very long time more than just like a few lines here and there but really out and engaging people um is david banner man and he, i don't think that we we mention him enough uh you know he's not somebody who whose whose music i listen to every day but definitely respect um you know he he, he he's very unapologetic about lifting lifting his people up um and so i think that's just another i'm sure there are others too but just as i kind of think of them um you know i'll be sure to do that but just shouting out folks who you know we 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 didn't do it enough um when nipsey was here and so wanna wanna shout out those folks who who are still here um who are doing it and who have been pillars in our community again not just rapping but actually in the community um and so, you know, David Banner is another one of those. So just salute to him, shout out to him um, and, and all the work that he continues to do around galvanizing black folks and, and empowering us to be our our best selves um, and, and, and empowering our community. So that's me, man. That's my shout out. Uh, yeah. Anything else, y'all? Before we wrap up? I think that's it, man. Just give us y'all thoughts on what this means to you, what this means to hip hop, you know, um, positives, negatives. Yep, you can do all that. You can comment on hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. Uh, you can subscribe uh, and then rate. Uh, rate, please, please. We need ratings um, and, and the downloads 
on iTunes, then also comment on iTunes. This whole podcast was created for us to have discussion, for us to have dialogue, not just amongst each other, but with anybody listening. So um, on iTunes, you search Hip Hop Roundtable, rate, comment, subscribe. Um, on Facebook, uh, you can hit us up. There's also other posts on there, but definitely if you want to talk about uh, the podcast and, uh, and let us know your thoughts on this, you can go to Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast on Facebook, uh, on Instagram at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast, or if you just want to email us um, and do something that's not so much in the public eye, um, you can do hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. We do actually check the email. We do actually respond. So, um, you know, you can hit us there as well. Um, that all being said, we're going to push our chairs back from the round table and holler at y'all on this next one. Peace. Peace.